Michael Medved Show. It's a great honor to welcome to the show for the first time since he has become a candidate, uh, a candidate for governor of the state of Washington that uh, I enthusiastically support. Uh, he is uh, one of those people who can help make Washington, I believe, a two-party state. This is a state that hasn't had a Republican governor since the 1980s. The 1980s, really. Uh, Dave Reichert needs not much of an introduction to people in the Seattle area, but maybe the rest of the state. You need to know that he has served with great distinction as a um, member of Congress for the 8th District. He is a former elected sheriff of King County. He's a hero of law enforcement, celebrated for uh, catching up with the Green River Killer and many other triumphs as a uh, uh, leader in law enforcement. And uh, he is also a former member of the Air Force Reserve before serving in political positions. Uh, Dave Reichert, um, thank you for joining us on the show and congratulations on the campaign. Uh, Let me get right to it. It's been so long since we've had a Republican governor. What are people going to see being handled very differently on, for instance, the all-important issue of crime? Well, uh, I think the first thing they're going to see is someone who has some uh, experience and knowledge uh, with the criminal justice system. Uh, And as you mentioned, uh, my experience there uh, extended for a a long period of time, 33 years, from working in jails and working on patrol, uh, being, uh, you know, putting my life on the line uh, day in and day out, working as a detective and uh, working with human trafficking and managing a a law enforcement uh, agency that was the 12th largest in the country and the largest in the state of Washington. So that management experience, um, and especially important through 1999 and WTO, that was uh, that was um, challenging for most law enforcement agencies. So um, I think, in, in number one, that experience certainly lines up with the major issues that we're facing within the criminal justice right now. And one of those would be the release of uh, violent criminals, and that's one of the first things that I would like to address as as the governor. Uh, the the people working in the parole board. Um, are appointed by the governor, and uh, I've had experience here over the last five years trying to keep people invested uh, for very violent crimes, including murder, and um, the desire of the current government and the appointees by the current governor uh, have been to let these violent criminals out. So, number one, we're going to keep violent criminals in jail. Number two, uh, we're going to um, enthusiastically encourage and support law enforcement officers and their efforts to, con- to keep our communities safe by enforcing the laws. And those are just two um, simple things right off the bat that I could, I could mention on the criminal justice system. I, I have a, a lot of ideas, obviously. Uh, it's very, very important that you do because all the surveys, this is the one thing that people care about most, the two issues that uh, people are most upset about are related, actually. It's crime and homelessness. 
in terms of the explosion of homelessness everywhere, we've had a tremendous amount of expenditure of money, a tremendous amount of conversation. Nothing seems to work. Uh, what would a Governor Reichert do differently? Well, I think when you look at uh, homelessness, that's the first thing. When you when you talk about that, that's the first word that's used, and that people immediately then go to, okay, we need a we need to find them a home. Um, but in my opinion, the first things we need to address are, are the issues of mental illness and drug addiction, and uh, uh, and, and giving them assistance in addressing those issues in their personal lives, and then helping them helping them find permanent homes. Uh, temporary homes could be, um, you know, it's been mentioned, McNeil Island could be remodeled and uh, and used as a um, uh, I'd like to call McNeil Island uh, Hope Island. You know, if if we get the opportunity to use that for people who need help getting off drugs, getting off alcohol, um, having uh, that opportunity, and then moving them into ho- halfway houses and slowly re-entering those people into the community so they can become productive citizens. One of the other important things I need, I think, we need to do is to rehire those first responders and medical professionals who were fired during the uh, COVID episode. Uh, we need those medical prote- professionals back. Uh, we're short of, of professionals who can help with mental uh, health issues and drug addiction issues uh, and other health issues. We're short of our first responders, EMTs, paramedics who were fired uh, during that period of time. And uh, so we need to get those resources back. And those are two quick thoughts on on uh, on homelessness. And uh, I'd also mention you really can't separate, as you sort of hinted, you can't separate the criminal aspect, uh, criminal justice aspect from the homeless issue. When you have homelessness, and you really can't uh, separate it from the economic issue either, but you have homeless people living in the doorways of our homes and businesses in our major cities in the state. Uh, businesses close, uh, jobs are lost, people are unemployed, uh, some become homeless, some move out of the state, the business goes with them, um, they, they leave their families, and it's just this vicious cycle, and those people on the street become victims of violent crimes. There are bad people who are preying on those, those people who are in need of our help. We just can't continue to walk by them laying on the sidewalk, passed out at a, at a doorway. Uh, and uh, Congressman Reichert, finally, you, you mentioned the economy. Uh, that's uh, the third big concern that people have. Uh, do you think that uh, actually uh, raising government expenditures and raising tax revenues is somehow going to help the state's economy? What should the approach be that's different from what we've seen with Governor Inslee? Yes, that's a great, great question. Uh, the way that uh, it's been described to me and that I can see from my own personal vantage point, having lived here uh, my entire life, um, is uh, we are in we are in a an environment where this government um, now means seems to me maintains control over applying tax upon tax upon tax upon tax and regulation upon regulation upon regulation. Uh, just over the past two weeks in speaking with city 
council members and school board members and local officials uh, throughout the state, one of the number one issues is control. A lot of edicts come from the state government, especially when it concerns uh, homelessness and, and crime. Uh, and these local governments want to have control over those issues themselves. So we talk about um, some of the taxes that are piled upon people. We're talking about the, the capital, most recent capital gains tax. And, uh, you know, I, I've lost track of how many times we have in this state voted not to have an income tax, but yet. Yeah, you know, uh, clear, it's clear, clear what the people want in, in this regard. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that we're running out of time here, but I do want to tell people for more information on uh, Dave Reichert and his campaign for governor, his campaign to make Washington into a two-party state, not a one-party state, uh, go to reichertforgovernor.com. Uh, that's R-E-I-C-H-E-R-T for governor.com. Uh, there's much more to talk about, Congressman Reichert, and I look forward to doing that as we move forward. Uh, Dave Reichert, uh, a candidate for governor to make a real difference in the state of Washington. We'll be right back. 